0: Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is
1: off a touchdown by Holmes! With all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney.
2: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast with your boy Torres Finney and my co-host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler?
1: What it do? What it do? Good to be back. Good to have some yes, friends along
2: for the ride as well, man. You already know we have our TNT MMA analyst, Blake and Jordan. What's up, brothers? What's going on? What's going on, what man? Up?
0: How we doing?
2: Yeah, man. Excited to have y'all. Excited to be here. Um. So first, before we start the show off, before we go more into things that are actually real and not real, um, let's talk about, uh, there was something that special happened to me uh, this past week, um, weekend, I'm um, officially signed uh, to first round management, um, signed with first round management, uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> let's go, uh, man, so they gave me the opportunity, um, signed with a big time company, one of the biggest in MMA. Um, went down to Miami, Florida, uh, had a meeting with them. We talked, me and my coaches, talked with me and my family. We went over the details and the contract. And, um, yes, eventually I will be turning pro. I'm not turning pro yet. Still have a lot lot of business to handle as an amateur, especially on July 2nd, TK matches. I have a lot of business to handle with him. (laughs) Um, But uh, going into this, man, yes, uh, I'm excited. I I am blessed, happy. I tell people all the time, like, I literally – I would never been fighting MMA if it wasn't for COVID. <laughs> if COVID literally don't yeah. happen, I would have been doing football still. I still want to wow. try my best to stick with football. And if that wouldn't have worked, I probably would have moved home and been done with it. But you know, there was this gym that the only gym that was open in there. And I went, did a few jujitsu classes. And I was like, man, I want to try this out. And yeah. It I came know. to be, man. So you yeah, know, and I never forget when I was on the show telling, you know, we was all talking about my first fight, you know. And that literally is so funny because that was a year ago, you know, and right. stuff like that. And now, you know, you know, actually got bigger, much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Especially in the span of a year, never thought none of this would happen in the span of a year. So, For real you know, I'm happy, I'm excited. So,
1: God works yeah. in mysterious ways, man. That's great. Yes, That's so it does. It yes it does.
3: blessings on blessings yeah. on blessings.
1: Yes, yes. yes. So well, hey, y'all. what was that, Taurus? What was that stat you told me about? Um That did this. This agency has only offered like three amateurs ever, or something like that. Yes,
2: this uh this agency they're not they do they don't sign amateurs. They do not sign amateurs. They sign professionals, uh, guys that are getting ready to go to their career, and they've signed guys you know young like, for instance, Yoel Romero, Jorge Mosquital, uh, who Anthony Pettis, right. Uh, Derek Lewis, Anthony Pettis at, at a young age, yes, they did. No, no, tell you right, Derek Lewis. It was Derek Lewis. It. they got Anthony Pettis a pro. It was Derek Lewis, yes, there you go. It was Derek Lewis. Good company, I, remember. I cannot remember, but yes, yes, company, man. Those, yeah. those guys they got, uh, at, in an amateur uh setting. Um, and, you know, hopefully, I'm, I'm amongst those big time names, you know. Oh, you yeah, hope we keep that it street, yes, so.
1: sir. That's it, that's awesome, that's awesome, man.
2: But let's get to something right. that's real. Okay. Actually, let's get something that's not real. Because let me get something. Take that back. WWE is real to me. All right. (laughs) So this is actually not. This is actually WWE is more real than this. So (sighs) yesterday, you know, we recorded this on a Monday. Obviously, we know what we're talking about. Sunday, we got to witness Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul box, whatever that was. Box, yeah, like literally somebody had a gif on Twitter and said, You, if anybody remember the Spongebob episode, and the two boxes were just beating against each, <laughs> each other, in the rain, that was more entertaining <laughs> than the best I saw. In my oh my so, god, here's my thoughts. I have no thoughts, so what are y'all thoughts? <laughs> okay, you, you didn't even want
1: to talk about it. That, that's dude, that, that is
2: awful, bro. Like, this man. <laughs> just walked in the ring, 0-1-1 as a professional, whatever that is, professional, against a PTNO yeah. boxer that has 27 knockouts, found a way to get a pay-per-view exhibition and made $20 million. That's more than any UFC fighter has ever made in one fight.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You telling I me mean, that's how that, that's how it works now? Now Jake Paul is getting ready to fight Tyrone Wooden. Yes, well, first round uh, management uh, representative. Hey, uh, hey, shout out, shout burned. out, uh, Woodley in a boxing match. over twenty, like, how is this like? I don't know, man.
3: I was. Uh,
0: it's a bad dream. I think it's a really bad dream. You said that we we got to watch it. I think that we were more so subjected to it. I think that <laughs> you know, you know that meme where it's like the old dude is standing behind this girl and he's like holding her eyes open.
3: Yeah, That's how I yeah, feel about yeah, this yeah.
0: fight. That's how I feel about anything Logan or Jake Paul do. It's oh, like man. I I want to stay as far away from it as I possibly can. But Instagram and all social media, Google articles, just throwing it in your face.
2: Yeah.
0: Ugh. I just I don't like this reality that we're living in, guys. Something happened. Something happened. The, the, system, the system broke man. somewhere. And yeah, the simulation. Let's let's restart this episode. We gotta go back. We gotta, go, Year, back. Yeah. We gotta <laughs> go back. Episode of Black yeah. <laughs> it is episode of black mirror yeah
3: and and, you know before the fight i was telling the people i was watching it with i was like man you guys should just be like happy that you're getting to see one of the best boxers in history fight you know even though it is against Logan paul like you know just take this opportunity get to watch one of the best and then it was just like by the third or fourth (laughs) round i was like I take that statement back, guys. Like, yeah, you, you don't have to stay in here and watch this. I mean, it was just he entertains, yeah. man. He entertains. Y'all leave if you want. Y'all can go home. Yeah, but I'm it wasn't sorry. even entertaining. Like we know that's not yeah. what Floyd is capable of. and no. but it was just it was just for the money. And uh, yeah, yeah, you Shout out to them for getting their money. But at the end of the day, like yeah. people that care about the sport are not happy. No. And
2: then what pisses me off? That's the, that's that, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like he sat there and allowed that to happen. and yeah.
3: yeah, Floyd should
2: know better. So mad. Oh mm-hmm. my yeah. gosh. Yeah. What made me so mad yesterday? We we here at the gym We have our little group text. And one of the dads was like, she or well, her daughter is a big time YouTube. She's big into YouTube superstars. Mm-hmm. And her dad was like, man, I don't know how you can sit there and watch that fake stuff. She turned around. Verbatim, she said, "Dad, how you gonna call Logan Paul fake? That's like calling Finny fake." I said, "Oh no, don't <laughs> ever pit me in the same tone." Oh my god! I was oh, like, god. is this uh, is this a no, child? That's the part people on the social media era—they are like, give claps to, to Logan Paul. He went to distant and Conor McGregor couldn't. I'm yeah, like,
1: yeah. See, I ain't. Nah, it, it's, it's hard
2: to explain two to different them things because they have they don't have no they don't
1: they have no, no that does kind of yeah. does kind of piss me off now thinking about that how people are probably comparing that to to, yes, McGregor, to Greg I've McGregor seen it so
2: much he he has no point really of reference.
1: Floyd was actually putting up like Floyd was actually on his game like in that yes. and you can see little flashes yeah. i guess of that in this in this match but um he really didn't show his full skill set that, that's for sure and i think we can all agree um on that so yeah it ended up being not really worth my time they tried to add the entertainment value i feel like every time we watch one of these we always see some rap group come out we had the migos coming out (laughs) 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 all right now migos is walking out they just start walking down Straightening, you know,
2: straightening,
1: <laughs> and, oh, and then Floyd had uh, who did Floyd have money bag, money yo bag, or... money yeah, bag, yo yeah. coming down rapping with him. It's just,
3: it's all the, it's a circus he's still right. got a money bag, all right. <laughs> no. yeah. And I mean, and that was a Showtime production.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, what are we doing? Yeah. How have we fallen this far? Yeah, it's, it's, it's bastardizing it,
0: man. I think Floyd, of all people, should be someone who actually protects the sanctity of boxing. You know what I'm Thank saying? Really. Like, he's, he's someone that should actually should actually be preserving like the name and the history and the actual, the the ability to take boxing seriously. He's supposed to be the gatekeeper of that. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be the best representative of boxing, yet he's boxing a YouTuber. It's like, who's, and he's always been a money guy, right? No matter what. He's always waited for money fights, this and that, blah, blah. blah. I can say whatever you want, but at the same time, it's like, if Floyd will do it, then who won't do it? That's going to be the issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, where does this stop?
3: If you've already gotten Floyd on board, then it's like, ugh,
0: who is not? you know subject to doing that
3: now and whether floyd likes it or knows it or not like once Mm -hmm. once you're of that status like you're saying like he's an ambassador of the sport at this point like you know and And it's setting such a bad it was
0: yeah yeah and it was just such a bad setup in the first place because the fact that they have no judges that was almost i almost believe that jake paul did that i almost believe that that was his doing because immediately he went to Twitter and was like, 50-1. and one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, my, my brother, brother just won. Yeah, oh, network. my God. It's like, no, 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 no. I almost wish they were judges just so they could have stopped that from well, happening. That tweet needed I to never be. I think ESPN technically made.
1: judged it. ESPN technically ended up judging. I saw it on there today. I was watching mm-hmm. it up, and they, they had people that technically, like, you know, quote unquote, judged yeah. it, and Floyd, yeah. you know, won is what they said. I mean, yeah, anybody could have found overwhelmingly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. The the whole production of it, it's just the entertainment aspect. Mm. I can't really fault him though. So I, I'd be lying to say that you know, um, he didn't do the best because I, I think I would have done it. You know, if I'm Floyd Mayweather, I can dodge all these punches. I can show up mm. to a ring, um, uh, do eight rounds of me just popping a guy and him barely touching me, and I can get paid millions of dollars. Yeah. I'd be all game. I I mean, that got
2: paid $118 million.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that
3: No brainer. No brainer. I would have done it.
0: I want to throw (laughs) it up in my mouth.
3: Yeah. It's more than all four of us will make combined for the rest of. Well, Torres, I can't speak. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Torres is about to to (laughs) cash out.
3: The rest of us. (laughs) I
2: will say that's a lot of money. That's more money we don't make so far than our lifetime already. So far. Yeah. From
3: the ages we already No, not even close. Exactly. Put a dent in that. Yeah. I This, man, I really do hope that Tyron Woodley shows up in August. guess him to a uh, I, mean, I hope he shows up with bad intentions, and I think he can. I think people I are giving Jake, Jake a lot more credit than he deserves. But then again, I was very, very – one thing, no matter how the fight last night played out, I was very, very surprised that Logan was – moving as well as he was into the seventh eighth round because even though they're not like you know they weren't going at it i still thought that logan was going to gas at least mm-hmm. more than he did he
1: was like leaning over trying to
3: breathe. you know breath but during within the rounds he looked yeah not out of shape no. no but uh i don't think i think tyron's gonna gonna hurt his brother yeah. i think it's gonna be
0: i hope so that's bro. my
3: prayer that's yeah. my prayer. That's all I said. Hopefully so. Hopefully. Restore
0: some kind of some kind of normalcy. We some kind something. of
3: balance to the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the universe needs to be balanced 100%. Where's Thanos when you really need him? For real. For a,
1: <laughs> Well, I am good to move on now. I think we've talked about Paul
3: <laughs> more than more than we yeah. probably should. So You could tell on Torres's face he's ready to move. On. Torres is done. This. I, um, <laughs> Thank he's for checking years. out. He's Thank like God I'm done with so this.
0: What y'all, y'all have got this. It. <laughs>
1: Go ahead. Well,
2: now let's talk to something about that's actually real. The best, hey, one of the biggest cards of the year so far. I'm excited. I'm pumped. A lot of big time fights on it, and man, let's hit it. UFC 263. Obviously, we're gonna get to it with the main event: Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vettori. We got a lot of big time card. A lot of guys: Nate Diaz return, Leon Edwards. You know, five round fight. Mm-hmm. Co main event: a rematch of what we saw from last December, which I thought potentially could have been a fight of the year. And man. There's a lot of great fights we got on here. So let's start it off with fight number one on the main card. We got Paul Craig and Jamal Hill. All right. So start us off.
3: Blake. (laughs) All right. I'll take this one. So Jamal Hill, man, since he came off the Contender Series, he has been just hurting people. Even on the Contender Series, he was hurting people in that fight that he had. I know a lot of people are really high on him um and i'll just get it out of the way i'm uh i'm taking paul craig in this fight uh he's on a three fight win streak paul craig's got some really nice jujitsu and i don't think we've seen hill in that spot yet um i think jamal hill very easily could knock out craig in this fight but i just think uh with the experience that craig has and his skills on the ground he'll find a way to get this to the ground and uh it really just comes down to craig is proven on the ground and he's very good and we just haven't seen that from hill um he's knocking a lot of guys out and uh i think craig will find a way to get this one done on the ground with the submission wow ooh even so though good. and i will say this i will oh. say this if if anyone's out there's you know has a couple extra dollars to throw around paul craig is a <laughs> massive underdog really so he's he's like 3 to 1 underdog and i really think he's got it He's a live dog in this one. So that's my two cents.
2: Mm, all right, then. So Blake got Paul Craig on this one. All right, Jordan, what you think?
0: I hate to do this so early out of the gates, man, but I feel the exact same way. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I like Paul Craig a lot. I haven't seen um, a lot of Jamal Hill, you know, aside like I don't think any of us have really seen a lot of him, you know, outside of just a stand up. You know, and so, I mean, what he did, what he did to Ovin St. Pru was great. Don't get me wrong. I was very impressed when he, when he yeah. finished Ovin St. Pru. Um, but I mean, he's one of those guys is a little bit long in the tooth. You know, he's, he's kind of on his way out, I believe all due respect, obviously, but he's, mm-hmm. he's been around for a hot second. Um, He's fought who's who and, that you know, takes its toll, but I'm um, not taking anything, any, anything away from Jamal Hill. I just think that like Blake was saying, I think that um, Craig, he has, you know, shown the ability to kind of get people down. And once you can get them down, it's over. You know what I mean? The guy's got some of the best jiu-jitsu, like heavyweight, especially, you know, with the the landscape the way it is right now. Um, Yeah, man, he's a durable dude. I mean, uh, Jamal Hill does have some punching power, so he's going to be in trouble if he gets cracked on the feet. Don't get me wrong, but... I think um, a little bit like what he was able to do to Shogun. I think he could do in this one. I think he could, you know, kind of, you know, maybe expose uh, a hole that we haven't necessarily seen from Jamal Hill yet. So I'm going. I'm going Paul Craig, and that to me, that's a live dog too. It's a real live dog. Look
1: at look at these guests teaming up right here. Teaming up. Team Go going, going with the Bear Jew. I remember we the talked Bear about. Down, Red, I love that name.
2: Bear love the nickname, Jew. man. The Bear. So Tyler Layfield, who do you have?
1: All right, um, I'm going to start things off by going – I'm going to zig while everybody else is zagging. I'm going to go the opposite, man. And it's not that I don't like uh, Paul Craig here. Like I said, man, I do love the nickname. We've talked about this before. I'm big and glorious bastards fan, so I love the beard you bro. I love it. I love <laughs> it, man. But, um, but man, Jamal Hill, I'm, I'm going to roll with him here. And it's just because, honestly, I think he can do enough to get the job done here. I, he wins in the measure department. Um, you know, he's got three inches on his reach. He's one inch taller. I like that. He's, he seems to be really explosive. And let me just remind you, and I know this is only, you know, it's been about two years ago now uh, that Paul Craig had his last um, loss. And does anybody remember who it was too? Alonzo, Alonzo
0: Minifield? Was it Alonzo Minifield? It was Alonzo Minifield,
1: Minifield who was in a very similar spot to where Jamal Hill is right now. I remember Minnefield he was a guy we were talking about pretty hot um, mm. early last year. He was Love. undefeated getting knockouts early round knockouts dude was just freaking just just (laughs) starching people as you guys would say so then got um, starched by OSP yeah yes so I was like yeah yeah exactly but I, I think that um Jamal Hill has some of those same uh characteristics those same tendencies um and you know, uh, Paul Craig, he has shown that he can get, you know, knocked around a little bit. I mean, sure, he does get people to the ground. But, you know, if somebody can get this thing done where they can, you know, give them that quick knockout, then um, I think Jamal Hill can do it. He he was even susceptible against Shogun, even though, well, I mean, Shogun, I, I wouldn't count him as like the most uh, fearful striker in the world, but he was getting pops on Paul Craig. So, I mean, if he can, mm-hmm. I know this guy can. So I I hate to be the guy that rides on the favorite, but I'm going to take him here, man. I'm going to take him.
2: Well, Tyler, you know, we usually don't do it too early in the show. But host versus game. Because, yes, I'm going with Jamal Hill. Yes, Tyler, I love what you said. And you brought a great point because I was going to bring up the same thing. Yes, Jamal Hill was in the same situation that Alonzo Minifield was in. Alonzo Mennefield met OSP. I am not going to – Sorry. OSP and yes, I see OSP every first month of the year at the valor fights. You know, he's always there cornering guys and knocks, trains out of Knoxville, but he's a gatekeeper and he goes on there a lot. And guys like Alonzo Minifield, uh, guys that he see, guys that the UFC wants to build their name upon, they throw him in there to see. Alonzo Minifield, couldn't get the job done. Jamal Hill did not only did he get the job done, so he did something somebody ain't done in a long time. He knocked out OSP. Mm-hmm. And so since knocking out a guy like that, I think Paul Greg, Paul Craig, if he can get the fight to the ground, yes, this will be mm-hmm. tough. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how I don't know Jamal Hill's ground game, how good it is, but on the feet, I don't think he'll allow it to get to the ground. I'm pretty sure in this camp, a lot of takedown defense, a lot of keeping the fight on the uh, on the feet. If he gets taken down, getting his back to the cage, get him back up. So I think Jamal Hill, he wins by knockout in this one. I've taken Jamal Hill. Um, so yes host versus guest let's get it It let's get it let's do it all right so now we have the next matchup damian maya versus bilal muhammad man i'm excited for this one as well so jordan who you got
0: all right so i'm glad you called on me first man because i found an interesting stat when i was looking at uh damian maya's record here lately Uh um I don't know if you guys did the same thing but I was under the impression for some reason that Davey and Maya had like some kind of losing streak going on and I think that he was on like a three fight losing streak before he recently lost uh, to Gilbert Burns but in my mind he was on like a four fight skid. so mm. I don't know why that was but um, I looked, I look back at his UFC career and from what I can tell the only guy that he's ever lost to in the UFC that either isn't a UFC champion or and/ or a UFC title challenger at some point is Martin Munoz he's only lost to one guy that hasn't been a champ or hasn't been a title contender. And to me, that's very impressive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he had that, he had that string of three losses uh, where he fought, oh gosh, I know two of them were um, Covington and Usman. So, and, and, oh, that and Woodley Woodley,
2: Woodley, yeah, and Woodley and was
0: the, back, the back, first back. one. Yeah. And so dude, what a murderer's row, right? That only gets yeah. better, you yeah. know, with time. So this guy, man, and for some reason, I keep writing Damian Maya off, and for some reasons, you can. You know what I'm saying? If he's fighting Gilbert Burns and he's going to get stars, yeah, I mean, sure. But at the same time, man, I haven't necessarily been the most impressed with Bilal Muhammad at this point. I think he's gotten a lot of hype. I think he kind of struck gold, you know, based on the timing with um, that Leon Edwards fight. Mm-hmm. I don't, I all do respect to Bilal Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? He, he's great. I just don't think he really had a chance in that fight. I think that he was going to get worked over by Leon Edwards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, one of the best things that could have happened was it ending in a, you know, a no contest. I, yeah. I you know, not necessarily saying that I wish what happened to his eye happened to his eye, and I hope he's okay.
3: Yeah. But at
0: the same time, that was one of the best results for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, somewhat, you know, inconclusive. It didn't really take too much damage. Long story short, I'm going to go for the curveball, ball, man. I'm going to take Damian one. I'm going to take the old line. I want to see some slick jujitsu. I want to see that crushing pressure that he has. Every single time I think of Damian Maya, I think of when he choked Rick's story so hard that his nose started bleeding. That's what I think of. That's my Damian Maya. You know Yay. what I'm
3: saying?
0: So I am, I am going with my man, my man Damian Maya. Well,
2: uh, I'm, I'm gonna go next, and I like what Jordan said. Jordan make a great point. Um, yes, you look at Damian Maya track record. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go even further. Okay, this is the, this is the lineup you had. Uh, this is since 2015. All right. Neil Magny, Gunnar Nelson, Matt Brown, Carlos Condit, Jorge Masvidal, in which a lot of people thought he won. That I mean, uh, Jorge probably won that fight, but it was a split decision, and mm-hmm. Damian Maya won. Then after Jorge, Tyron Woodley, champ, Kobe Covington, champ, Kamar Uzman, champ, three losses in a row. Then he started going back down to the guys like Lehman Good, Anthony mm-hmm. Rocco Martin, who is not nothing to play with, Ben mm-hmm. Askren. That was a, I don't, that was, I yeah. don't <laughs> know what that was. But then he Speaking fought, the <laughs> so he don't fought some of the best of the best. Chris Weidman went to the decision. Anderson Silva went to the decision. Nate uh, Marquant went to the decision. Like, oh, well, he got knocked out by Nate Marquant. But still, <laughs> he has fought a lot of tough guys. And when you look think about it, when you think about the 170 best of the best, I don't think below Muhammad is up there. I don't put him up there with a guy like uh uh Leon Edwards who will be fighting later on in the night. I don't put him up there with guys like Tyrone Woodley. If Tyrone Wood were to fight below Muhammad, well, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I was gonna say and say I think Tyrone Woodley will win, but the way Tyron Will actually been fighting lately, I'm not yeah, even talking, he might be Jake Paul. So ain't you know but you get the point I'm trying mm. to make. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, um I think I think this is gonna probably go to the decision. I would lean to D- Damian Maya because it's a submission game because it's master arts in jiu-jitsu. The only thing is I'm just not confident enough in some in some of Damian Meyer striking. I think Bale Muhammad will some probably like over overpower him. And I think this is like a good matchup for Bale Muhammad to come back on. Um, it's not a pure striker, it's more of a guy on the ground. And if Bale can keep it standing, I think he'd be confident and uh I don't really want to go Bilal Muhammad, but I will be going Muhammad. I just think in in the arts of trying to get it right. I mm-hmm. think he will win this matchup by decision. So I can feel that. is Bilal Muhammad. So Tyler, yeah.
1: okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jordan, you got you a buddy, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with you today, man. Uh David Maya. Yeah, I was I was looking over this today. Um, you guys have pretty much hit what I was gonna say. Um, I've never really been, I mean, Muhammad ain't a bad fighter by any means, but I've just never been um you know, really not, not, he's never really knocked my socks off really with any mm-hmm. of the stuff I've watched from him. Um, just doesn't have that, that pop, that, that factor. I mean, yeah, his striking ain't bad. And Torres, you made a good point about that. I think, uh, Maya is susceptible, um, you know, to, you know, he's going to catch some, some hands, um, in this fight for sure. Um, and yeah, I guess that was a problem against Burns, but I don't, I'm not going to sit here and act like Muhammad can put on you what Burns can. Cause, cause Burns, yeah. as we all know, is a different beast, a different, yeah, he is. um, <laughs> But yeah, I, and you know, Jordan said it's a curveball. I don't know, man. I, I think he's got a good chance here. Uh, I mean, sure, he is the underdog here, but I like my chances. I like the chances with him, uh, pulling this one out, Damian Maya, that is, uh, being the underdog here, pulling up, pulling off the upset. Um, I'm gonna take him. I feel pretty good about it, so that's gonna be my pick on this one, Damian Maya.
0: Man, how right. what you got?
3: Oh my god, my yeah. guy, yeah, yeah.
2: Ooh, so, what you what got, got Blake? uh,
3: yeah i'm gonna leave torres on his own here um, i don't have t- i don't have too much to add to what everybody else has said but for me it really came down to i don't believe in the punching power of bilal muhammad mm-hmm. um or really his because Bilal's one of those kind of guys he's just going to grind it out he has a ton of decisions on his record um and uh, I don't think he's in a position to outgrind Damian Maya. Like I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't see that happening. Yes, Bilal is the better striker, but I mean that's not saying a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think Maya will get it done. And uh, like Tyler said, I'm pretty, pretty confident in that. And I know yeah. Muhammad's uh, sizable favorite, but I think Maya will get it done as well.
2: Yeah.
1: It's well, is not, not bad. That's
2: a bet. Yeah. That's a Y'all can, y'all, can, y'all can triple team on me. Yeah, okay. man. <laughs> but I will say, now we're getting down to our feature fights. Okay. One of the biggest three, the feature fights, the best fights of the night. And man, am I excited. Now we're getting down to Leon Evans versus Nate Diaz. I love it, man. I love when uh he calls his name out. But um, I'll start this one off. I'll start this one okay. off myself. Um, uh, man, Nate Diaz, he's the man, uh, I looked throughout his career, he been knocked out one time, he been knocked out one time that was by Josh Thompson after seeing Leon Edward have a two-year hiatus and how he came back against Bilal Muhammad, that fight was not going to go five rounds in my opinion. Now I will say this, Leon Edward is a decision machine. This man is known for getting multiple, multiple decisions. Out of ever since he's been in the UFC, he only has three finishes out of 10 fights. So he is known for being a decision type guy. He's a decision guy. It is what it is. But I think that changes Saturday night. My lock of the night, boom, with the outcome, Leon Edwards will knock out. Nate Diaz. This year has been really weird anyway. Jorge Maslow, (laughs) never been knocked out in 50 fights. Kamar Uzman, out of all the people, is the one to do it. Conor McGregor, never been knocked out. Dustin Poirier puts him to sleep. So, in this one, same thing goes. Nate Diaz been He's never been knocked out cold. No, he has not. And, and in that fight, he did lose the job, Thompson. It was more of a ground-and-pound thing. Referee jumped in and stopped. It, was, it wasn't clean. I think that changes. I love Nate Diaz. Big fan of him. Like the way he fights. Likes his grip. Like the way he grinds. But, man, they just made this foul fight only to hurt Nate Diaz. If Leon don't get it done in the second or the third, he sure will in the fourth. I say Leon Edwards puts Nate Diaz to sleep. Knock of the night, boom! <laughs> my man, my man, Blake. You go next. I know you already got something to say. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, man, I can't disagree. Leon Edwards, uh, people try and hate on his decisions, but man, he's hung in there with some freaking killers. Yeah. You know, a decision against yeah. Vincente Luque and then Brian Barberino back to back. Yeah, like yes, those are decisions, but you're taking some massive shots in those fights. Like these are these are guys that are dogs, um, and I really don't have any um, data to back up this, but I'm gonna pick Nate Diaz. It's it's coming from the heart. I know I I mentally I'm thinking Leon Edwards he should win. Okay, I just want that to be on the record. But on Saturday night, man. I think Nate Diaz is gonna wow. get it. Done. You think? You think the
2: crowd's gonna help? You think
3: Leon? Here's the time Here's
2: the first thing. thing. Five round fight will change anything?
3: No, I, like I don't. I think I think Leon is is not gonna like fade into the big moment. Um, Nate Diaz was hurt before his his fight with Jorge Masvidal. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, um, mm. and if he ha- he said in his post fight press conference. Um, that his plan was to heat up three, four, five. Um, my only concern is Nate takes a ton of shots, Leon throws a ton of shots. Nate's going to be bloodied early, um, which is not uncommon, but uh, you know, he's, we saw his fight with Jorge get stopped for that cut. Um, but I think barring a medical stoppage, Nate Diaz can outwork and outgrit Leon Edwards. I'm going to pick Nate Diaz. And I think I'm going to go 5-0 and o on this card. I'm not going to Oh, lie. oh, <laughs> oh. You better <laughs> knock on some wood, man. You better knock uh, on some wood. No wood. Another big claim. Nate Diaz, man. He's a dog. Ride with him till, till the wheels fall off, baby. I hear you. Wow. Well,
2: you need some gas, Blake,
3: because you're about <laughs> to fall. <laughs> <laughs> I got three flat tires. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Jordan, what's your analysis, man? What you got? we one and one.
3: Man, there are so
0: many things I want to say about this matchup. First of all, my man Blake, I think he is drinking the Kool Aid. Oh. I I can't stand <laughs> the way the UFC pushes Nate Diaz. I just can't it. stand it. It
3: Eat is it one
0: of the it is one of the absolute banes of my existence, bro. When it comes to MMA and, and how it's you know how it's handled. Um, how many times has this guy fought for a title? Anybody want to tell me? An actual, one time. A real one time. time, I
2: believe. One time. It was against... Anybody remember uh, what happened? Vincent Henderson, right? Was it Vincent? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. Anybody remember what happened in that fight?
1: What happened, George? Our, He's
0: got, my man got dogged for five rounds. Yeah. And he still wants to say, oh, I'm a champion. I'm a champion. I've only fought champions. No, 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 no. No, my man, stop. So not, not you, but my man being Nate Diaz. <laughs> um, I just... Ah, dude... So, and another thing, like, I think the whole five-round thing, uh, it actually kind of favors Leon, honestly, in his fighting style because he is a decision machine, right? He does He's not a guy that throws with every single thing on every single shot. Um, Masvidal, the only knock that could possibly come from that fight is that he was maybe, maybe, maybe starting to slow down. Maybe. You know why he was starting to slow down? is because he was beating the dogs. He was freaking uh, absolutely destroying Nate Diaz for three straight rounds. Like, one of them was a 10-8. Two of them could have been 10-8. Like, he was absolutely dogging this man. I would get tired, too. Anybody would get tired. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, dude. The whole Nate Diaz, you know, um, narrative Oh, oh, I was letting him get a hit. I was letting him get a. I I was going to let him get tired. You all know I'm a a five-round fighter. I start late. No, no, no. Everybody starts at the same time, Nate. I'm sorry that you have too much CTE to realize that, bro. Everybody starts at the same time. You're just mad that he was working in the beginning of the fight, and you weren't. You can't use that as an excuse. Like, you just can't. Like, bro, it's the fact that they have this narrative around Nate Diaz as some monster. Since he beat Conor McGregor that one time, I just can't stand it. And it's just not based in reality at all. And Uh so, God, it just bothers me so bad. Leon in, in three. Leon and three. Give me Leon in three. Yeah, um, no, but but to, to you know keep going on that point. He's he's a precision guy. He's not throwing lots of heat. Um, he can knock you out. He can submit you. I doubt he would ever submit Nick Diaz. Um, I could be surprised. But man, the man is an absolute precision, just demolition man. He just picks you apart for five rounds if he needs to. Um, I think he uh, beat Cowboy in five. I think he beat uh, RDA in five. Looked amazing in both. Um, Nate's over the hill. I don't know if you guys listen to any interviews that he's given in a long time, but the man can't even form complete sentences anymore. Um, he's so, he's though, so, He's never
3: been good at that, though.
0: He's never been good at that, but
3: bro, <laughs> he gets hit in the head so much when he fights,
0: bro. Leon in three. Give me Leon and three. I think it's like an accumulation of strikes that does it. I think that he puts him away. I, I'm, I'm with Torres on that one. I don't think he starches him. I would love it if he starts him, uh-huh. but I think he puts him away with an accumulation of strikes. Yeah. If Let's he
2: starts start Nate Diaz, this will officially put him out in the limelight as one of those t- Oh,
3: pro- God, pro- I hope so. But promoting- think so. about if Nate Diaz wins. Oh I don't want give to, Blake. To Actually, to I don't me. want to. I don't you know want to if him he out. wins, <laughs> I NFL. know. I know the position that it makes me look by picking Nate Diaz in this fight. I just want everybody. I want that to be known. Uh-huh. But when hey, but when you got that feeling in your stomach, you hey man, you don't fight it. it. You just you gotta, go no, with no yeah. you you go, go with the, the flow and
2: let it out. That's what Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then you come
3: back to reality, bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what you think, baby? Um, I'll keep it short and simple. I think you guys have covered this one real well. Um, I just think there's zero chance. Um. That, that Nate Diaz comes back from this long of a hiatus and just comes back to, you know, even close to what he was before. Um, you know, like you guys said, he does garner that respect. You know, Torres, you talk pretty highly of him over here. Jordan, you're quite the flip side of the coin. I, I feel like on this side you do not like him. But, um, no, I think I think uh, Leon, he, he's in a good position here. Um, you know, he's still fighting really well. Like you guys said, I think he's got a lot to gain with this win. Um, you know, if he is to be able to pull this one out. So I'm going to roll with him here. He is a heavy favorite for a reason. Um, he was in contention for me for lock of the night. It's just if I'm gonna put my eggs in a basket, I just don't want it to be. I'm not, I'm not saying that um, I don't trust Leon Edwards. It's just there's somebody else on this card that I trust more. So I, that's that's who I'm gonna you know I, that's I'm gonna ride on tonight. Not Ooh, I, was, I was I was there with you Torres, but I was just like, hold Ooh. on, would I rather take him even though we're in this matchup, or would I trust this guy more than this other guy?
0: We'll
3: get to so, it. So yeah, to so then Nate. that brings up a question for me. Uh if if Nate Diaz is as bad as you guys think he is, when say, Leon inevitably, according to you guys, wins this fight. What Does that do to advance Leon's claim to a title shot? You know what I mean? Like the first Okay, you beat Nate Diaz, like
2: No, the first thing it does, in my opinion, you have Kamar Uzman who's already beaten one, two, three, and I think four already. He's beaten he's beaten those guys all already. Uh, take it back. Three, three of us is Leon Edwards. So he's beat one, two, yeah. and four. Okay, whatever that is. But well, he's All right. the only Leon guys he beat Leon. Yeah, he's
0: beaten Leon just not since he got the title.
2: Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, he has been Leon. Okay. But he ain't beaten this Leon. I think he beat that Leon in 2013. This is seven years.
0: Yeah, eight years a long time three.
2: ago. All right. So this Leon has won eight straight fights, gotten back on the rim, about to be nine, whatever it is. Okay. He gets back into contention. You win eight or nine straight fights. Your next fight should be for a title. He basically beat Bilal Muhammad. Yeah, I think he beats Nate, Nate Diaz.
1: Yeah,
2: if he fights, if this is his next time to come and fight, if he beats Nate Diaz, should be for the title, or you know, we could see a Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, depending on how that versus Gilbert Burns happened mm-hmm. next month. That's the number one contender fight for the title. But I think the way Kamar Usman is, he's gonna fight either one of those guys uh, for a title. I think he fight. he already beat Burns. So, it's Leon next? Because he want to go down the list. He said to himself, he want to be like, just me. I want to be everybody. So, mm-hmm. he, he beats Leon. After he beats Leon, then he's beat Wonderboy. Can't beat that. So, Hold
3: on, so you got or Wonderboy over Burns? Fight either one,
2: you know, huh? He already you beat Burns. What? Oh, if Burns wins? Then I think that opens the door right back. For, I think Kobe. You know, Kobe's just sitting there waiting mm-hmm. for a of shot. Mm-hmm. But I think Kobe Covington fights Usman. If, if there's nobody left, then Kobe Covington will get that shot. He deserves it as much yeah. as I hate him. But Yeah, so that's the way I see it. But I will say, before we get down to our co-main event, our two title fights, let's take a quick break, and we'll see you in a minute. Boom, boom. Well, welcome back to the TNT Podcast. So now we're down to our co-main event of the evening, and not only is it a co-main event, but it was a main event back in December of 2020, and man, what a main event it was. I picked it as one of the fight of the nights. I thought it was one of the best fights I've seen in a long time. But you got Divison Figueirado. I hope I said that correctly. I know my tongue twisting. I'm country. Uh So, (laughs) versus Brandon Moreno. Man, look, that fight, oh, my goodness! I mean, oh my goodness! Back and forth, going at it, going at the head. I mean, knockdowns. I've never seen Divison figure out a rock. Moreno mm-hmm. did that, he and did. he didn't just do it once. He did it on multiple occasions. Yeah. Heck, they, I think they said uh, Figure uh, left forearm was broken, mm-hmm. and he kept fighting. Man, the the fact that this fight was a draw. There's, this is the only time in my life that I've watched a fight and said, that deserves to be a draw because I don't know who won. I, obviously, there'll be a lot of fights I don't know who won, but I, that's the only time where I said a draw is needed. That is the perfect fight for a draw because there's need a second one. But when you got two fighters like this, after seeing somebody, I think Deverson Friargo is now is going to go for the finish, and I think he'll try his best to submit them. I think Brandon Moreno came close. He came close, man. I think his opportunity to take out Devison Figueroa to win that title was that last fight. I think that was his best opportunity. Incredible fight. But since he couldn't get the job done, I don't think fighting a guy like Devison again is going to help him out even more. I think that gives more of an advantage to Devison Figueroa. And because of that, I'm taking the champ. Champ wins this. I think he wins by a late submission. I don't know if he can knock out Moreno Got chin, man. He probably could. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably could. It reminds me of a lot. Of John Jones and uh, Gustafson, you know, they went five mm-hmm. rounds, war. And in the next fight, Jones put him mm-hmm. away. So, yeah. you know, you never know. I don't know Good if he's going to knock out Moreno. But I, I think he does get a finish, and I think it's going to be by submission. Okay. So, uh, uh, Tyler, what you think, baby? What yeah. Think?
1: All right. yeah, yeah. Um, well you know who I'm going to rock with cuz you know one of my one of my dogs, one of my guys is Figueroa. I freaking love Figueroa since I started uh watching UFC, man. I, I just love I've talk about it and I talk about it and I talk about it. That swagger, that that pizzazz yeah. he's got, man. He's just so smooth, man. Like for real, like so, there's some of these guys in the UFC, they get you pumped, they get you hyped. It's like, you know, Conor, he's got that charisma. You know, then, then you look at Figueiredo, I'm telling you, he's got some of that same that same the same attributes um, that just make him so entertaining to watch. And he's just he's really calculated uh, with how he strikes. Um, he's very quick, agile. And I'm not taking anything away from Moreno, either, because Moreno's right up there, too, with, with the quickness and, and agility and everything. So um, it's going to be another it's going to be another good one. Um, I don't know if it's going to live up to the first match because it doesn't get much better than that, man. Uh, That was a a really good match. Um, But I still think Figueredo is going to pull this one out, man. Figgy, figgy, figgy. Can't you see, man? We have to to give my man the dub on this one, man. I believe in him. Uh, I think he can still pull off this win, man. Um, And like I said, or like you said, um, the fact that the way that the last one ended the way it did I think it plays into Figueredo's favor and not so much Moreno. He knows what he has to do now. I feel like in order to make this one a quicker win or something like that, you know, to, to gain that extra bit of an edge or advantage. Um, and I think he's more than capable of pulling that out. So um, I'm, I'm going to go with my dog here, Figueredo.
2: And I'm also going to throw this out there as well. I want y'all also remember, Figueredo fought Alex Perez November 21st. He took that fight after literally two weeks, in two weeks' notice. Now, yes, you can be like, okay, he finished Perez in the first round. He was still in shape. He still took that fight on a two-weeks' notice because they hadn't have a main event because, I believe, Amanda Nunes' fight fell out, and they hadn't have a main event for that December. He stepped in Mm -hmm. to outfight anybody. Brandon Moreno, on the other hand,
1: he He had a –
2: That's right. (laughs) Uh huh. Oh, okay. Take that back. Yeah, yeah. He also fought on the same call. Yeah, it was. It was Roy Bow. Remember, we,
1: us yeah, three, me, right. Yeah, we all yeah, We picked yeah. Roy right. Bow. Jordan was the only one to pick Moreno in that one. That's right. Uh huh. Well, I man. thought, I, thought Wait, I, had
3: a point. I I thought hey, I had a point. I don't want to pick for Jordan, but if he's taking Moreno, once again, he will be the only one doing so because I'm taking <laughs> Figgy. <laughs> Figgy. Oh. Oh, Figgy. That's it. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> like it, hey we've, we, I've said this before. I'm sure everybody else has as well. Two years ago, we were, we were talking about no more flyweights. And in my opinion, the fact that this fight is not the main event and that it's a co-main event is ridiculous to me. Like this, in my opinion, deserves to be the main event. Mm-hmm. I think both these guys have earned that. I'm rolling with Figgy. I really agree with uh, with Torres when he said the rematch benefits uh, Davison more than it does Brandon. Um, when you look at Figueroa, he rematched Joseph Benavides. He won both of them. He won the second one much quicker than he won the first um, yeah. one. Um, I just think he has better overall skills. And and like <laughs> I think I, I might have mentioned this before, his previous fight with Moreno. If this dude gets a solid grasp on English he's going to be a superstar. Cause like, like Tyler said, man, he's got that swag. He's got the, the confidence. So I'm i uh, I'm really excited about a uh, I think it gets it done. Definitely.
0: Well, I, feel that, man. I, I think Figueredo is extremely dangerous, man. And there are so many things. So first of all, um, it's never been the little guys, right? It's never been the little guys that have captured you know, the attention of the masses, you know, because like, Who do you know? What kind of man do you know that weighs 125? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not that, you know, that's a world-class athlete. That's, you know, just to be one of the best fighters in the world. It just doesn't happen that often, right? So, like, average fight fan, or even whether they be a casual fight fan or, you know, whatever, I don't think they typically grasp on to the idea that, you know, a 125 or same thing with Mighty Mouse. Nobody really related to him being the best fighter in the world. Simply, I mean, part of, you know, they're just such small people. But I think that that makes it even better. You know what I'm saying? I think they're so technical. And then the fact that he has one punch hit or quit or knockout power, dude, that makes it even yeah. more exciting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love Figueredo. I am a huge fan. He's out here. He's out here styling on us in more than one way, dude. He'll do your hair. He'll, you know, get you one of the streaks going on. He'll get uh-huh. you a fresh. He'll make you some sushi. And then he's going to come in here and chop you up in the octagon bar. He's a monster. <laughs> he's he an absolute monster. How do you- and I think, especially, yeah, if he can ditch the translator. Uh, the translator he looks like the guy from Despicable Me. It's a little, little haunting. Um, <laughs> but if he could do it all on his own, man, he would do a great job. I think he would be you know, capturing the imagination of lots of fans. Um, second of all, I don't know, man. I don't know if I have enough evidence to believe um, that, the, uh, that the rematch um, benefits uh, Figueredo more than it does Moreno. Um, now, the only thing that, you know, to, that lends credence to that, that he did fight Joby Juan, right? He fought, fought Joby Juan twice. And he beat him the second time a lot more convincingly than the first time. Sure, I, I I totally hear that, right? But the fact that these these guys just went in there and went to absolute war for five rounds, you know what I'm saying, and got a majority draw, or you know, I can't remember if it was a you know draw across three cards. Um, but yeah, man, the fact that they did that, and just the fact that they did that on such short notice, you know, coming off the same card, fighting, you know, in this matchup with what like like Torres in two weeks' notice or something like that, and they put on. That performance. So excited for the fact that now they both have full camps. They have all that fight to look back at. Oh my god. And now the sequel doesn't always live up to the original, right? And we can have the same conversation about you know the main event as well. But I don't know, man. I'm still gonna ride with my boy. I'm still gonna ride with assassin baby because he's the assassin baby. You know what I'm
3: saying? He's gonna do it.
0: My boy Brandon Moreno is gonna come in there and get it done. He was slept on the first time. Flew in under the radar. Mm. I was feeling him. I was picking up what he was putting down. I'm, you are. I'm stepping in. I think he's gonna do it, man. I think he gets it done this time. I think he gets it done. Oh, so
3: well, I I was well, well, just well. reading because I was kind of I I thought there was a point taken. There was, and I couldn't remember who it like yeah. what the whole situation was. was Figueroa yeah. lost a point mm-hmm. um, in the third round. Otherwise, yes, he would have won the, the decision. Yes, he did. Uh, that's right. Wow. It still ooh, would have been ooh. what three rounds
0: to two, right? Wouldn't yeah. Have so been, I mean, uh, it still would
3: have been an extremely, yeah. extremely close fight. Uh-huh. Um. You know, take, take do with that what you want. You know, I'm calling. Yeah. I mean, three to two.
2: That's
0: a good point. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be close. That's
2: a good point.
3: Well, you know, Jordan has
2: actually been one of our most accurate pickers on the show, so we Just can't this sit brain. here and say <laughs> it's not going to happen. But what we will say is. Sometimes the clock runs out, that's so right. you know that luck runs out eventually. So
1: uh-huh.
2: we'll see, though. We'll see.
3: We'll see. We'll see. You're
2: right. No, we, got, we got we got Blake over here clock. talking Forget about me. he's going five and zero. Oh. So we'll see.
1: <laughs> hey, Torres, one more thing. Going into this final fight, you're the only one that's made a uh, that's made a lock of the night. So I'm going to tell you something. About oh, this I have
2: made a- unless oh, these shoot.
1: other
0: two it's forgot. Unless
2: <laughs> they <That> may. <laughs>
0: Well, y'all, know, y'all know the energy I'm coming with in the main event.
2: Oh, the main well, event. Well, you, you know, know what? what it is. Well, you know what? <laughs> That's what I'm going to start it off with. Then. Since we got his boy, one of his favorite fighters, Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vettatore in the main event of the evening. And yes, we already know how this is coming. It's a rematch, just like the co-main event. But who does this one favors? Jordan, you up first, baby. Oh, man. Okay, dude,
0: I, I think this fight's very dangerous. I think it is very, very, very dangerous for Adesanya. I think Vittori has only gotten better since the first fight. Um, it was a split decision. Now, some people, I rewatched the fight. I don't necessarily think that it was the most reasonable thing in the world to give the fight to Marvin. Um, I think it was two to one, pretty clearly for Adesanya. Um, but nonetheless, there were close rounds, man. Contested rounds, dude, could have been. Was what it was, super close fight. Um, do you look at that as Marvin was super game? Do you look at that as maybe it wasn't the best performance from Izzy, his second fight in the UFC, um, maybe getting his footing, you know, you can give it all sorts of explanations, right? But this is the big thing in this fight to me. Now, the theme going on display in the co-main event, in the championship fight between Figueroa and Moreno that we just, you know, deeply discussed, um, it's the the concept of rematches. If you look at the best champions in the world, GSP, how many rematches that guy have? You know what I'm saying? Fought Koscheck twice. Fought Matt Ball. Hughes uh, three times, I think. Fought BJ Tim twice. twice. Um, even more than that, right? Matt and Sarah twice. Uh, you want to talk about John Jones, Gustafson twice. You know what I'm saying? You want to talk about Kamara Usman. He's having to fight everybody twice too. Um, Anderson Silva ran it back. So, the mark of a champion, or one of the, the biggest marks of a champion, right? Now, if you're the champion for a long time and you have true staying power and you have true longevity to champions that ever do it, You're going to run into the same dudes eventually. You're going to run into a guy twice, maybe three times down the road. Who knows what happens? So the thing is, when you look at somebody like George St. Pierre, who is my GOAT, right, at least one of my GOATs, that man had such a great fight IQ. When he rematched someone, he just them under the bus. Matt Serra, done, just squashed him in the rematch. Uh, BJ Penn especially squashed him in the rematch. Kostchek broke his orbital in the rematch. Like you talk about guys who can just come back from a fight that was maybe close the first time and just wash the guy out the second time around, that's a true sign of champion to me, at least one of them. Um, so we're going to see if Izzy can do that, but we're also going to see how he bounces back from that loss to Yaw. Now, I didn't love that performance. I mean, you know, Tyler's a four. I think I remember him saying that. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. It didn't make me excited about his his next fight or his, you know, his, uh, his odds at 2 five. He's going to have to prove a lot. I think he's going to have to get people. Now, he, he never lost my faith. You know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of people may or may not be writing him off. You know, the air of invincibility is more or less out the window at this point. We've seen him lose. Now, do we know if he could just get out grappled by guys at 185? We don't know that. But Vittori's definitely going to test that theory. I know he's going to test that theory. And the fact that he had success on the feet, you know, against Diddy the first time, shows me that it's going to be a very competitive fight. He's bringing the heat on the feet. And he's bringing the heat in the grappling. The man is very dangerous. With that being said, though, I think this is where Izzy starts really, really, really putting his foot down, bro. He's like, okay, y'all caught me slipping at 205. Y'all's very good. The man hits hard. The man's big. He's strong. He held me down. Was what it was. Didn't have the answers. He's trying to bring back that energy of y'all must have forgot, because y'all must have forgot. Uh, that was my man's coming back. Yo, he's here to uh, to kick people in the face and chew bubblegum. My man's all out of bubblegum. You know what I'm saying? He's here uh-huh. to take names, bro. It is what it is. He's taking names. He's telling Telling the teacher, damn, I'm going to defend that strap.
2: All right.
0: Nice. Well, do with that what you will.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> well, uh, Jordan, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going with Israel. But the reason why I'm going with Israel is because I think <clears throat> it's going to be a really interesting fight in regards to how will how is this takedown defense early yeah. on. Now, yes, Israel Adesanya is actually known really well that his takedown defense has actually been pretty good. Uh, Marvin Meditori he's persistent. He constantly stay in your face. I sit here and look at, you know, you know, Izzy had knocked out like so many guys in a row, first start MMA, and then he ran into Marvin and he couldn't drop. And Marvin, out of all his fights, out of every single one of his losses, he's only as lost by decision. That's the only way, even in amateurs, the only way uh, Marvin Meditore has lost has been by decision. He's not, some, he don't get submitted. He's a black belt. Mm-hmm. He's a black belt in jiu-jitsu and he's hard to knock out. This is a tough, like this is one of those tough guys that it's just hard to finish. But now the fact that this fight is five rounds, I remember how he fought Kevin Holland. If Kevin mm-hmm. Holland had any outs, I know they say Kevin Holland is a black belt in jiu-jitsu, but by God, it does not show. Mm-hmm. If he had any outs, of a ground game, of any sort of wrestling, Kevin Holland would have beat Marvin Vettori. But the he reason why, the I, I he just yes, he kept piecing on Mark Vettori mm-hmm. on the feet. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be that easy for him to take him down. I don't think it's be that easy for Vettori to take Israel down. I don't. So if Israel can keep it on the feet, I think this fight is gonna be very similar to either. It's gonna be a little bit like Costa on the feet. And very similar in the in the same resonance as uh Derek Bronson. Just chasing, 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 constantly chasing, getting counterpunch. One of those counterpunches laying clean. Boom, he drops them, finish. I don't know what round he finishes them in mm-hmm. because I look at Israel. Israel don't finish a lot of guys late. He mm-hmm. finished guys only early. He finished them in the first two rounds. I don't see any of his fight that's ever been finished after the third round or in the third round. He only get finishes knockouts in the first or second round. So if he, I mean, just, I mean, just, if I know he can go to distance, but if he can't, yeah. I'm just saying, if he can't finish Marvin in those early rounds, you might be seeing a decision or I can see Marvin Vettitore getting tired of Israel eventually getting a late finish for the first time. But I'm taking Israel. And if I had to take him winning, I, I'm not going to lie. I think he might win by decision. I do. He it might could be a lot decision. like
0: the Kelvin fight, man. Could be a lot like the gas. Oh, I think big. Vittori is a very he's just a bigger Kelvin Gaston. I really do think that's true. And I they like train together right at King's MMA, right? I mean, they, mm-hmm. they you know they shared a match a fair bit. Um, but yeah, dude, the way he turned it up in that fifth round against Gaston, though, man, gives me a lot of faith that he can that he can turn it up late if he needs to. I hope he doesn't ever need to, but man, I think he can do it. It's that big old Italian noggin, bro. That man, his neck is so thick. His bro, he's so got thick. extra tendons in there, bro. It's <laughs> his, his neck and his Dang, boy. All one thing, <laughs> that boy. Dude. Yeah, dude. It's that big old Italian noggin, man. He's gonna get tagged in the belt,
2: bro. Well, Blake, what you think, McMahon?
3: Yeah. So kind of go off what Jordan was just saying. What did Izzy say before that fifth round with Kelvin? Like, I'm ready to die in here or something. Like that. like, oh, that's It's exactly
0: what he's. I just,
3: I just don't think that Marvin has anything that can put Izzy away um and i think if it goes the distance it favors izzy i'm really interested to see how the the takedowns i think marvin will really try and shoot for the takedowns in the center of the ring or the octagon i should say uh so i'm interested to see how izzy will stand it will hold up in his defense of that but he fought kelvin gaslam he fought uh brunson two guys that can get you to the ground if you know that's their plan and they weren't able to do it so i think Again, you know, like both of y'all were saying, in a rematch setting, this is where we're going to see Israel either separate himself from the pack, which I think he already has. But, you know, dominating a rematch will really push him out ahead. Um, And I I think we see that happen. Um, This is my lock of the night. I don't know why this is the main event and not the co-main. I think Izzy gets it done pretty handily. Mm -hmm. They fought for the first time in 2018. We're now in 2021. Um, so I think Israel has only gotten better. That's not to say Marvin hasn't either. But, I mean, we just watched him fight Jack Hermanson and uh, and uh, what's Kevin, his Holland. Name? Kevin Holland. And he didn't finish either one of those. And I think if you – I mean, I don't know. I Don't play MMA math. I'm not playing MMA math. I'm just saying I don't see – any tool that Marvin has that can put Izzy away. And I don't think he wins a fight that goes a distance. So,
0: And you want to know what's interesting too? Um, he took a lot of damage in that Hermanson fight. Them boys were yeah, it, he, that he, was he. a slobber knocker. And so Hermanson's it, not this
3: great striker either. Yeah. You know, if
0: anybody was going to soften up that noggin for Izzy, bro, it was Hermanson. And so like we saw with Francis and Stipe, um, they in their first fight, Stipe took all those shots and then didn't get KO'd. But then DC lands on him one time in an opportunistic fashion, puts him away. It can happen. And that's what I'm wondering about in the Moreno Figueredo fight, too. I'm wondering if both of those guys have had ample time to heal their chins. So it'll be interesting, man. I wonder if somebody's, I wonder if uh, Izzy will be able to put him away, partly because he took so much damage from her man.
3: Yeah. Well, and I just don't think Izzy will be there to be hit by Marvin. Yeah uh yeah. Izzy's movement is on another level he's back at yeah. 185 I think people were kind of down on him for his takedown defense John yeah. Blahovich is, is a massive massive man mm-hmm. uh he went up a weight class really didn't put on the weight that I think would have benefited him a little bit if he had so I just don't see a way that Marvin gets out of this one but and that's a 20 pound
0: difference too it's not like it's you know it's not like it's 155 145 135. Right. that's 185 up to 205 yeah.
3: And Izzy didn't even go up the entire weight. You know, he put he, he weigh in weight, at yeah. like like two oh one or something like that. <laughs> something mm-hmm. like that. And you know, Yon's cutting and then bulking. So I really don't yeah. hold that loss too much against him. Uh, I think at 185 he's damn near unbeatable. So yeah. Wow.
2: All right. Well, Tyler, you the last one, baby. Who you got?
1: All right, man. It's gonna be a clean sweep here um for Izzy. And it's going to be my lock of the night. Yeah, that is my lock. This I'll is make my lock. it mine yeah. too. I don't know. So, Blake and Jordan, did y'all did y'all want this one to be y'all's lock too or do oh, y'all want to retroactively go back? Oh, that
0: was my boy. This my boy. Okay. I wasn't planning on it, but that's my boy. That's my all right, boy. All right. Give me that lock.
1: Yeah. Give me that lock. Yeah, I was like – I was thinking about doing Leon. I was just like, if I'm really going to trust somebody um, on this card uh, to pull this off, it's going to be um, Israel Adesanya coming off a loss, his only loss, you know, in, in UFC – You know everybody down on him. You know everybody was giving him the cracks about uh, his takedown defense and everything like that. You know he's got to be kind of at least seeing, hearing some of that, and that's Mm got to—that's had to have given him some type of motivation. um, You know through through this fight camp, um, I think. Um, Vittori, I think he's susceptible. I like how you mentioned it, Um, Jordan. My man, my man Hermanson. He, you know, he he done softened him up a bit, bit man. He's the right, bro to rise that meat up a little bit, man. He's he's, he's getting he's ready. Right. He's, he's, hey, <laughs> hey alley oop! Here you go, Izzy. You know, yeah, you know, he's
0: got to that thing.
1: We'll see if he can do it, man. I, I think he will. Um, I see a big bounce back fight here for Israel. I do expect an early finish. I think I, I don't even think this is gonna go later rounds. I think this is gonna go two, three rounds, if that. And I think he's gonna finish him off. Um, on top of that, like I just feel like Israel's movement, like Blake said, it's just unreal. To add on to that, he's got freaking six inches on in his favor. Really? On the reach, Reef. six inches. That that's that's a really big advantage, I think. So, yeah, you know, um, that's really. Never mind. I, I, <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here! Hey, man. Never mind! Never mind! Get out of here, Blake. Hey, I was
3: just, I was just hey, trying to get a point. Man, po- man, trying to get a yeah. point of reference. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey you said it was big. I was just trying to. Anyway. <laughs>
1: In fighting <laughs> terms, in fighting terms, yes, yes, <laughs> So, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm confident. That's why I made it my lock of the night. I feel Israel will get this one done. Um, you you can take that to the bay. Okay.
3: well, how is like how that. is how is Marvin Vittori going to title fight off Kevin Holland Hermanson, Carl Robinson? Because Whitaker
0: wasn't ready. That's literally <laughs> exactly. the only reason. The yeah. only reason. That's right. We can Just, talk
3: about that a whole other time,
0: too. He, hey, look, hey.
3: he ain't
2: ready. Paula Costa ain't fighting. Gasol nah. keep losing. I mean, dude, to be honest, <laughs> look at the middleweight division, it's Izzy and Whitaker and everybody else in mm-hmm. second place, in my opinion. we yep. yep. well, third yep. place. They're about third place. place. So, Gasol
0: is yeah. the new Kevin Holland. We're going to have to get those guys to fight to see who the, who the best late replacement is. You know oh, what really? I'm saying? Pound for pound, yeah. best late replacement. Now yeah. the Cowboys out. And I'm not lying sure. to you. I think the
2: way Bronson has resurged, you know, he's been on a winning streak He'll day, be like interesting. Yeah. I think he can beat Costa now. I don't Oh, that'd I mean, be interesting. I think he I think he can use his rest, his striking mm-hmm. is starting to get a look mm-hmm. a little bit better. I ain't gonna lie, he still flails. Like he yeah. he got like amateur strike. I don't know why he fights like that. It makes me know. mad. Like I don't know why. Don't know. Like Bronson, you're a wrestler. Get it right.
0: Boy. Get him! Yeah. Go fight him, Torres. Go fight, yeah, him, go bro. fight him. bro no. you're, gonna, no. you're, gonna, yeah. you're gonna get that man. You're gonna get that. You're gonna get that man. Got the
1: All man up and right. down. Yeah. Now you can go ahead and go after him, yeah.
0: bro. <laughs> so <there> you go. <laughs> call him out on Twitter after your next fight. Call out there, Brunson Man, that's you're taking everything I work for. <laughs> <laughs> be funny.
2: Torres at the money fight. Oh Ooh, my god, that's funny. That's funny. Well, Tyler, you know how to break it on down because you know I'm sorry at it.
1: So. Yeah. Well, our uh, guest, real quick, Jordan, Blake, did y'all have any last little things here before we uh, crank out the show? Uh, A
0: Nick Diaz army. There you go, Nate. <laughs> there you go no, there. That was. I was literally going to say the opposite. I was going to say I hate I know you were. Diaz, but you know. yeah. 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 more excited for Nick to fight, though. I do want to watch Nick. I could go without ever watching Nate fight ever.
3: Oh, I hope Nick comes <laughs> back. Yeah. Nate winning only makes Nick coming back more of a reality. There you go.
2: Yes. Well, Jordan, guess what? Imagine a Diaz versus Paul brother boxing show.
0: <sighs> oh my
1: god. That
2: might
0: happen, Torres, while you're playing. Before if these Diaz. dudes keep losing fights, that might happen. That's the only uh, time I will ever pull for a Diaz brother. Be careful what you ever, want. ever. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Jeez. Torres is about to speak something into existence. He really is. <laughs> I don't want it to happen.
1: Accidentally. At the, like oh, my God. Well, guys, <laughs> that's going to do it here for today's show. Thank you again for listening in. Uh, it was an absolute blast. Thank you, Jordan and Blake, for joining us. Always a pleasure to get you guys on the show. Glad we were able to get both of you guys in today uh, for this big car, man. That's going to be an exciting one to watch for sure. Um, but guys, again, thank you so much for all the support. Continue to show it by following us over on Twitter at the TNT Podcast over on Instagram. At TT underscore podcast and giving us those those listens those subscriptions over on Spotify Apple Podcasts really anywhere podcasts are offered is where we're located. Uh, we got some big stuff in the works. We got some stuff coming up, man. I've, I've been you know we've been working on some some things on the in the in the in the in the, the background you know behind the <laughs> scenes. So we'll we'll be announcing more of that coming up soon. Um, so be be on the lookout this summer uh, TNT podcast. We're, we're doing big moves, boss moves, as you say. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, we're, we're getting things cranked up, man. So continue to show that support guys. We appreciate all of it. Um, and as usual, we're going to see you next time. Boom, boom. Peace.